the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Six oh six on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Looking forward to getting your thoughts on our Josh Mandel interview. U.S. Senate candidate, crowded race. Will Donald Trump endorse him? Will he not? That is a big, big prize that everybody on the Republican side would like to have. Four of them were in attendance on Saturday night when Donald Trump spoke east of Cleveland in Lake County, Wellington, Ohio. You heard Josh Mandel refer to uh, the varying crowd estimates. Nobody confuses the crowd at a Trump rally with the crowd at a Joe Biden rally. (laughs) Is there such a thing as a Joe Biden rally? Uh, So Donald Trump uh, spent the evening disparaging uh, U.S. Congressman Anthony Gonzalez, because, of course, Gonzo, the former Ohio State wide receiver, uh, was one of 10 Republican congressmen who voted to impeach Trump the second time. And that has led to uh, former Trump White House aide Max Miller running against Gonzo uh, in the 15th Congressional District primary. Now, the politicos in the university realm say that Anthony Gonzalez is in trouble that Max Miller would likely beat him in the primary. I said yesterday, and I will stick to this, while I disagree vehemently with Anthony Gonzalez's decision to vote to impeach President Trump, I do think it would be a dramatic mistake to vote Anthony Gonzalez out of office because it would shock me, shock me, if he is then not embraced by the Democratic Party and they would try to lure him to their part of the ticket. Now, here's the thing. Anthony Gonzalez is pro-life. And that's a genuinely held belief. There's no room for anybody who's pro-life on the Democratic side of the ticket. But the Republican Party tent needs to be big enough for Anthony Gonzalez, even though he voted to impeach President Trump. Listen, their day will come, and it's probably not far away, when Donald Trump will cease to be the leader of the Republican Party. For the good of the Republican Party, for the good of our country, Donald Trump needs to not be the leader, but he needs to be a beloved, defended, supported kingmaker of the party. I'm not on board with marginalizing, minimizing Donald Trump in any way. No. He was not a good president. He was a great president. He was a flawed president in that he couldn't get out of his own way sometimes and loved to engage with people to his detriment at times. If he had more walk away in him and less bark back in him, I think he would have had a better chance to get elected to a second term. COVID, the... um, egregious 
complete lack of integrity effort by the mainstream media to hide, obfuscate, ignore the Hunter Biden laptop story in the immediately preceding days of the election, that should have been enough, had it been publicized at all by the mainstream media, to get Donald Trump back in office. But there was a concerted campaign by the Democratic Party, by the Chinese Communist Party, which maybe is the same thing, and the media, which I know is the same thing as the Democratic Party, to get Trump out of office. And COVID played into that because the economic shutdown was blamed on the president because he happened to be there when it happened. So Donald Trump did a lot of great things. And I'm not a Donald Trump disparager by any stretch of the imagination. But we don't need Donald Trump in the role of leader of the party. And we certainly don't need Donald Trump in the role of candidate for president of on the Republican side of the ticket. We don't need that. We have Ron DeSantis. We have Mike Pompeo. We have Nikki Haley. We have a bunch of people who I think would be excellent pairings on a ticket that would bear any of those three names. So the spirit of Trump? Yeah, I've told you many times. What I love about DeSantis is he's like savvy Trump without anything in his background for the media to go after. What are they going to get him on? COVID? Ah, Good luck with that. What are they going to get him on? Florida opening up too soon? Florida's economy? His stance against critical race theory? His stance to protect girls' sports? Sorry about it, lefty. Those are majority national opinions. They just are. As you say, you're on the wrong side of history there. Wow, I sound like Joe Biden. I'm whispering. So, uh, I like Trump as a kingmaker. But I don't like him as a candidate. Uh, he, he's Enjoy your life. He enjoys taking shots at people. He's got the perfect platform to take shots at people. So, while he's giving his speech on Saturday night, Trump talks about the Ohio Senate race. After he ripped on Anthony Gonzalez, which, again, I'm not a fan of that. And he asked people, who do you like? Who do you like? And he mentioned Bernie Moreno. He greeted them all. Bernie Moreno, Mike Gibbons, Jane Timken, Josh Mandel. Then he conducted a crowd poll. I don't know about these polls. I don't know if they make any difference, but uh, what do you think here? And so he mentions everybody but Bernie. He left Bernie out. Don't sell Bernie short, Donald. He didn't mention J.D. Vance either, because Trump's not going to endorse J.D. Vance. That I can't see. Vance has been too critical of Trump in the past. And there are that many people who think that J.D. Vance, eh, wolf in sheep's clothing. A lot of people think so, although (laughs) J.D. Vance's Twitter is pretty en fuego, if you read it. He seems pretty conservative to me. Because the man has seen the debilitating effects of drugs on his home area and What is the border crisis about? The border crisis is about two things. Importing legacy Democratic voters. The perception is that the Latinos coming across the border will forever vote Democrat because they come, some of them with nothing. 
and good old Joe and good old Kamala, the co-presidents, are more than happy to hand them a check and benefits and driver's licenses and voting rights and everything else that should be exclusively for citizens. So it's about ingraining Democrats in power forever, and it's about drugs. And you say, well, no Democrats for drugs. Are you sure about that? I know. I sound like Colonel Nathan Jessup here. Deep down in places, in quiet places that you don't talk about at parties, they want those drugs across the border. They need those drugs across the border because they eviscerate the inner cities and because they keep people, what, in need of the free handouts. Oh, it would be great if they were really committed to getting rid of fentanyl. I don't think they mind it that much because if they did, their border policy would be completely different than it is. Maybe Kamala would actually go to a border hotspot rather than in a naked political move. And I'm sorry I introduced that mental image of Kamala and naked in such close proximity. Deep apologies for that. She goes to El Paso because this is where the separation policy started. She had no intention of going down to the border and putting her eyes on a real world issue of their creation. No, it was all about optics, all about spin, all about lying. But why am I surprised? Why am I surprised? I'm not surprised. Uh, It's what they do. It's how they play the game. And it's up to us to expose it so that you're not fooled by it. It is 620 on the Bruce Hooley Show. Josh Mandel, U.S. Senate candidate, joined us earlier in the show. We'll play a cut from Josh Mandel where he responds to a hit piece in the Columbus Dispatch today. It, uh, it's a fair story. I just think, you know, if this were going on in a Democratic campaign, uh, would they be writing about it? Mm, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. I do not doubt the expertise and the helpful attitude you'll encounter at auiinfo.com. Great people. Business owners, today's a big day for uh, businesses, restaurants, and bars in Ohio. They can apply for um, chunks of COVID-19 relief, 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand. Uh, That's big. How about if you could just save money on the benefits that you're giving to your employees? Not save on the benefits, not eliminate them, not downsize them, but give them better benefits for the money you're spending. AUINFO.com can help you do that. They are a health insurance brokerage, so they know all the rates, all the copays, all the doctors, all the ins and outs. For instance, you can gain superb buying power as a small business, a two-person business, by partnering with other businesses and joining a chamber of commerce plan, health plan, disability, dental, vision. And don't join blindly the chamber where that plan is offered because you don't have to. You can join any chamber in the state of Ohio. I'd pick the cheapest one. And then you can get access to any chamber plan. These are the kinds of things that AUI knows that you don't know as a business owner because you're too busy running your business, trying to stay profitable and keep your head above water while Mike DeWine is shutting you down and making your customers wear masks. AUIinfo.com, I buried the lead. Big mistake by me. It's free. You don't pay them. They're paid. If you select one of the options they give you, That company will pay AUI a finder's fee for leading them to great people like you. So you don't pay AUI. 
but boy, do they pay off for you. AUIinfo.com. That's AUIinfo.com. Now, um, I grew up in a much different era than many of you. It was not a media-saturated era like now. Uh, My kids do not know what it is like to hear about something happening and uh, being forced to go without ever seeing it happen. Because they can just pull the phone out of their pocket, well, two of them anyway, because the other one doesn't have a phone yet, uh, and Google it, or duck, duck, go it, or bing it, and presto, there it is. Now, nowhere is this more radically different for many men, and many women too, but mainly men, than in sports highlights. And in the awareness of teams and players that you never used to be able to watch. For instance, I bet my producer, Aaron Light, who is much younger than I, will find this to be quaint, old-fashioned, and uh, horse-and-buggy-ish. That in my day, Aaron, there used to be a a one-hour show on on Saturday afternoons in the fall called NFL Highlights. And it was exactly that. Highlights of every football game played the previous Sunday, six days old, okay? And if you wanted to watch the San Diego Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and yes, I know the Chargers are now in L.A., but they were in San Diego then. If you wanted to watch the highlights of that game, you could watch them, and it was the NFL Films highlights, okay? So it was like five minutes of highlights, and it was narrated and all this kind of stuff. You find that... uh, to date me quite uh, quite boldly. Yeah, well, the six days part. Yeah. yeah, six days. And I, as a little kid, I sat there hanging on every slowly spinning spiral of the football. Okay? <laughs> so the star of these highlights was not the players on the field, not the photographic and video artistry of NFL films. The star of these highlights was a gentleman who came to be known as the voice of God. Have you ever heard the name John Facenda? See, that he do the NFL film stuff? Yes. Yeah. John Facenda. Grizzly. He was a Philadelphia uh, TV guy, and this is one of his most famous recitations as the voice of NFL films. The wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea... With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash. With a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. See, and you get the cold weather outside. and They got these football players snorting away. This guy's doing this. The music mix, it's, it's like Gladiator the yeah, film. Yeah, it's great. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Yeah, we'll laugh when he's conquered and won. Now, Aaron, I saw on the crawl last night on ESPN that John Facenda, posthumously, is being honored by the Hall of Fame this year as the voice of NFL Films. And I don't know if you saw this or not, Aaron, but yesterday the NFL released a new ad 
Did you see the ad? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine if John Facenda were to narrate this ad. Oh. a special game. A unique game. Played nowhere else on earth. It is a rare game. The man who play it make it so. Now, John is not here to fill out the rest of that. It is a unique game. So you'll have to deal with me stepping in here. But this is the NFL ad. Let's try to imagine in the theater of your mind, the voice of God, John Facenda. This is the script from the actual NFL ad. Football is gay. Football is lesbian. Football is beautiful. Football is queer. Football is life. Football is exciting. Football is culture. Football is transgender. Football is queer. Football is heart. Football is power. Football is tough. Football is bisexual. Football is strong. Football is freedom. Football is American. Football is accepting. Football is everything. Football is for everyone. What do you think? Wouldn't it be better if we could bring John Facenda back and cut the audio and... uh... Well, now I can Let see why there see was. Why? Yeah, now I can see why they did it in script, and yes, not audio. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So uh, they don't have anybody with uh, a voice like John Facenda's, who they could put that in words, because it would be stupid. That's why. <laughs> what is their point on this? Did you see their logo, all rainbow arrayed logo? Yeah, football is gay. Football Haven't you heard? Football is gay. Football is lesbian. Football is queer. Foot- <laughs> like, do they have a marketing department? Is anybody down the hallway in marketing go, you're not helping? I understand gay people can like football. I'm not saying they can't like football. I'm just saying that is not your audience, and that is stupid, okay? Yes, you can be welcoming and all that kind of stuff. But holy smokes, it just, we are in such an upside-down culture right now. I mean, just such an upside-down culture. California, the state of California, has banned, banned state travel to five more Republican states who allegedly discriminate against members of the LGBTQ community. How do they discriminate against members of the LGBTQ community? They have enacted laws that preclude biological men from playing girls' sports. So you know Ohio's not on the list because squishy rhino Mike DeWine didn't have the courage of his convictions to use his executive power to write that into law. No. Arkansas, Florida, Montana, North Dakota, West Virginia, and others are on the banned list from California. But I'm betting that the uh, sports teams from the universities in California uh, and the pro teams in California will not have any problem going into those states and playing sports. We'll see.
We'll see. Just another indication of the wokeness. Maybe it's Josh Mandel coming on the show that has me fired up and willing to fight on these issues. Uh, I'm sure that last segment offended someone, and I really have to say that I'm sorry that I don't care. <laughs>